Hello, welcome to Tell Me About Your Mother. I'm Amy Westervelt. Today I'm talking to Hillary Nelson, a longtime adventurer and outdoor athlete. If you know that world, you might know her as Hillary O'Neill. She's a total badass. I spent a week with her this summer moderating some panels she was speaking on and was really impressed by how well she just sort of knows herself and is very comfortable just being who she is, which it turns out is something she got in part from putting herself in these increasingly more life-threatening scenarios, which is a pretty interesting thing to unpack. The way Hillary talks about her mom and how kind of watching her mom as she was growing up had an impact on how she wanted to live her life is pretty interesting too. I think you guys are going to dig this one. Here it is. This episode of Tell Me About Your Mother is sponsored by Casper Mattresses. The original Casper mattress combines multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amounts of both sink and bounce. The breathable design helps you sleep cool and regulates your body temperature throughout the night. With over 20,000 reviews and an average of 4.8 stars across Casper, Amazon, and Google, Casper is becoming the internet's favorite mattress. 4.8 stars across 20,000 reviews is pretty amazing. Casper offers two other mattresses now too. It's got the Wave and the Essential. The Wave features a patent-pending premium support system to mirror the natural shape of your body, and the Essential has a streamlined design at a price that won't keep you up at night. But really, all the prices at Casper are pretty great because they cut out the middleman and sell directly to you. Returns are totally hassle-free if you're not satisfied. Plus, they have this amazing 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial so you can be sure of your purchase. Get to sleep on it for three months and then decide. It's pretty great. It's delivered right to your door in a small, I can't believe they fit a mattress in there, box. And there's free shipping and returns in the U.S. and Canada. So, for $50 off select mattresses, you can go to casper.com mother and input the code mother at checkout. You need to do both those things casper.com slash mother and then input the code mother at checkout to get the $50 discount. It's on select mattresses. Terms and conditions apply. Again, that's casper.com slash mother and then input the code mother, M-O-T-H-E-R at checkout. Okay, on with the show. Hillary Nelson grew up in Washington, and when she was growing up, her mom was a stay-at-home mom. Here she is talking about sort of the the pluses and minuses of that and what she kind of picked up on as a kid. My mom, she was a really tall woman. (laughs) She was, you know, like six feet, over six feet, and she always talked about how much she wanted to travel, and so she tried to be like a, was a stewardess back then, now it's a flight attendant, but they wouldn't hire her because she was too tall. So she grew up on this tiny island in the San Juan Islands and, you know, went pretty far considering where she started from, but she just never got to travel the way she wanted to travel. And so she always talked about the world and where she wanted to go and this, that, and the other thing. And so I feel like even though she didn't necessarily do it at the time she wanted to do it, she instilled in me this crazy travel bug. And... I'm not a good tourist, so I found a way to travel the world through a profession and through climbing and something that I was good at by combining climbing and skiing. And uh, yeah, so for her as a role model, I mean, she really influenced me in a big way. 
Hillary says that in some ways, the relationship that she had with her mom and, and just sort of what she saw her mom going through as a kid made her really determined to hold on to some piece of her own life and what she had wanted from her life once she had kids. Here she is talking a little bit about that. So this is, a, this is one that I'm only just sort of um, trying to figure out is why I was so driven right after I had my kids to continue on my path as an athlete and an expedition athlete at, at that. And I grew up with an awesome mom. She was amazing and she put her whole life, she put, you know, it was a different generation. So she didn't have the same opportunities I have had. And she put her whole life on hold, her dreams, everything, and raised her kids. And she had a lot of regrets, not with, how she was as a mother and how she raised us, but just in her own personal identity, she had a lot of regrets. And as the youngest kid, I heard so much of that in these years between like 14 and 18. And um, after I left home, she went through, you know, quite a few years of just hard times figuring out who she was. And it really made an impression on me. So much so that when my first kid was 10 months old. Like I left and went to Pakistan for eight weeks and went on a, you know, really aggressive trip. And not just as a team member, I was the team leader. So I put the whole trip together. It was my idea. Like I made it happen, which is sort of even more crazy when I look back at it. Like if I hadn't pushed so hard, like that trip never would have happened. But um, I just was so, so adamant about keeping my identity because I thought in the long run if I didn't have that that well inside of me filled then I wouldn't be able to give that to my kids and I just think that having a passion being passionate about something in this life is like really really important and I wanted to show that to my kids so I <laughs> might have been a little aggressive but uh I worked really hard and it, it was really hard. I don't know if I could do it again, to be honest, but um, I think they see it, you know? Now they've been to Nepal with me. They've been to Africa with me. I take them backpacking. You know, I go to their schools and present about a lot of expeditions I've been on and uh, they see it, you know? They, they, I talk about trips with them and um, like, you know, as best as you can as a parent, I think I think it's been worth it, but I don't know. <laughs> so if you've ever listened to this show before, it might be clear that I'm not a hardcore athlete. <laughs> I like to be outside. I love to hike and swim. I mean, I live in Tahoe for crying out loud. It's kind of a prereq to love the outdoors. And I'm a longtime environmental journalist, so I care quite a bit about wild places but I'm not a person who follows climbers on Instagram or is destined to take up ice camping anytime soon. So I had no idea before I met her that Hillary Nelson is a freaking legend. She's the first woman to summit and ski dozens of peaks. And at 45 years old with 20 years in the expedition game, she's got most athletes beat on the longevity front too. But when she first started skiing, it was all about freedom and adventure. Uh, so I started skiing when I was really young. I was three years old. I had an older brother and sister. My parents didn't ski. They just um, decided they wanted their kids to ski. I grew up in Seattle. They would take us, probably when I was more in like second, third grade, take us 
we'd get up at like 5.30 in the morning on Saturday and Sunday, and they'd drive us from our house in Seattle like 20 minutes to where this big Greyhound bus would pick us up. And then we would all shuttle up to Stevens Pass in Washington State. And uh, I, my first memories of skiing were just, honestly, the pink chairlift. It was called Daisy. <laughs> And it was so awesome, and it was a two-person chairlift, and it had the metal pole in the middle. I think it's actually still there. And um, uh, I just loved riding that chairlift. And, I mean, I was like six, seven years old at that time. And I would go up there without my parents. And so really what stuck with me was the freedom I had of skiing and the choices and the independence I had going to do this, you know, and I had my brother and sister looking after me, but I could sneak away and I could hide out on my own and I could ride like the black lift and go up Big Chief. And um, it was so I, I just I loved it. I mean, I distinctly remember like no hat and hair flying in the wind. And I had this like fluorescent pink coat. Apparently I like pink. And I don't know, it was just this freedom and um, I still get that sensation from doing that even today just I can make any choice and I can go anywhere and I can go really fast and I fell in love with it. Still the job isn't all good times and happy places in fact Hillary probably wouldn't dig it if it was. What she seems to love most are the challenges. What we do especially sometimes it's incredibly extreme and it throws everything out of balance and so sometimes it's really hard to sit I need to like be pushing myself into this space that um, maybe isn't always healthy per se but it's kind of where I can get to sort of this meditative place and that's you know 50 hours of being awake after climbing an 8,000 meter peak and coughing up blood. And I think, God, this sounds like a great time to go climb another 8,000 meter peak. Like, I have something, <laughs> something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it's really hard. And then I want, when I come home, that's supposed to be when I'm like, you know, I'm whole and I'm, I've come back happy from these trips. And I remember somebody the other day was like, but you do these expeditions, they make you so happy. And I'm like, and it, it dawned on me, I'm like, well, the, no, actually, I don't do, it. and see, I'm actually serious, like, no, I don't do expeditions to be happy. I do them because it's complicated and because I, it, it makes me really look hard at myself, and I don't necessarily come back happy. I come back different, and I come back having learned more about myself and about other people, and I think that's the space that I like to, to sit in and... Um, I do have the fortune that it is my job and I can go out and I can push myself really hard. But I think we can all find that in our own way. You don't have to be coughing up blood at 8,000 meters. You can do that in your own way. I think it's all just um, perspective. asked her if she'd ever been accused of being selfish for pursuing the career that she has. And Hillary's response is pretty amazing. I've been told a lot of times that I'm being selfish, but I have also been told more times that it's an ama that what I do is inspiring um, as a mom and how I choose to raise my kids. So I, 
I kind of choose to listen to what feeds my soul. And of course, the mom guilt that I have experienced and gone through, like, I don't know that I could do what I did with my kids. I don't know if I had another kid that I could do that again. It's not easy. My kids are nine and 10 now. And, um, and I, I've said this before, when I was pregnant with my first kid, I was really terrified. I grew up in a very traditional household. My mom stayed home. She didn't work. My dad went to work. And uh, a really good friend of mine said, hey, you know, don't freak out. You have this passion. What, however you choose to raise your kids is going to be normal to your kids. And I know from growing up, I never saw my mom. I never saw her as a person. I never understood who she was. Like she she I loved her and she was an amazing mom but I want my kids to see me and to see me as a person and someone that has passion and someone that that makes choices and but knows I love them to the bottom of my soul but yet I still am an independent person and someone they can look up to and understand and you know I, I suppose that's still TBD to be determined but <laughs> It, yeah, I have been told I've been selfish and it is a really, it's a really hard road. And I, I think it makes my decision making in the mountains better. I pay more attention to that gut feeling. Um, and you know, I don't go into the mountains to not come home. Like I, I don't want to die in the mountains. I want to come home. I want to live a long life and be 80 in the rocking chair or 90. Maybe we'll be a hundred, but who knows? But yeah, so it's a convoluted, it's a difficult answer tell your children not to hear my word oh mother tell me about your mother is produced and distributed by critical frequency to send feedback or suggestions please shoot me a note at amy at criticalfrequency.org that's a-m-y at criticalfrequency.org our music is by B. Beeman, that's B-H-I-B-H-I-M-A-N, and original illustrations for each episode are drawn by James Guthman. You can follow us on Twitter at About Your Ma and on Instagram and Facebook at T-Mame Podcast, that's T-M-A-Y-M Podcast. Yes, all the easier names were taken. <laughs> Tell Me About Your Mother is available across all listening platforms. Please rate or review the podcast wherever you're finding it. It helps us find new listeners. Thanks, and we'll see you next time. 